I, I like to get feedback when I, when I play the songs for other people, and that helps. And then there's some songs that I'm just so emotionally attached to that no matter what the feedback is, I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> can't stop me. Thanks for listening to this Creative Habits Podcast. My name is Wyatt Christman. I'll be your host. This week, we have Betsy Aber with Betsy Aber. Betsy is a musician, and she's going to tell us a little bit about her creative habits. And a recent uh, thing she started um, uh, with the recording a record. So, uh, Betsy, want to give us a little bit of background on who you are and how you got started as a musician? No, thanks for saying record, because I still call it a record, even though I'm not sure exactly what it's going to turn out like. I think it'll be a disc or a square thing, one or the other. It'll have music on it. So um, I've got, uh, you know, uh, songs. Uh, I've got about 12 songs that I've been um, holding on to for a couple of years, some of them more recent than others. And um, it's finally time to go into the studio and, and get them recorded so that, you know, someday my son and my grandkids can say, yeah, that was my grandma. Listen to this. She wrote songs. And, you know, that I think of myself as a, as a songwriter, as even more than a singer or a musician, I think of myself as as a, a writer. And I think that uh, that's what shines in my songs are the lyrics. But, you know, um, the melody's not bad either. So uh, I play guitar. I sit down when I have an idea and I write the words down and I try to find a little melody to go with it. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I have a little pad and paper by my bed and I write two or three words, and I hope when I wake up in the morning, I'll remember what the hell I meant. Yeah. And um, other times I'll be in a situation where something is just happening. For example, I have a song called Jumper Cable Blues. And back in the day when your lights did not automatically go out for you, um, I had that kind of car, and uh, I I had a dead battery, and I just sat there waiting for my boyfriend to show up, and I was upset and I wrote a song while I was waiting. There's many different ways that the process gets triggered. Nice. Now you um also sing on a and and play music on a regular basis. You play uh, you know, um Yeah. Yeah. So tell us uh, a mm -hmm. bit about that. So uh I'm a senior citizen and I have a friend who is a senior citizen. His name is John and he and I uh are working musicians. We have a an act, and we sing and entertain at assisted living facilities throughout the county. And um, it's essentially uh, music from the 40s, 50s, actually sometimes a little bit earlier that we learn. And, uh, and we do an hour show for folks. We have a, a circuit that we, um, that we do. And it's great. We, are, we have an audience of people, folk in their 80s and 90s. And actually, some in their seventies, but they just, they just are so appreciative and love it. And um, you know, there's lots of uh, memory issues going on for people, various levels of independence and various levels of memory loss. And when they hear some old songs, you know, they just love. They come, they become alive, and they try to sing along sometimes, and sometimes they do. It just triggers good memories for folks and it's very rewarding yeah it's interesting there's a study that uh um they had some people together uh older people and when they 
they put them in a space for a couple of weeks and they, uh, you know, had them dress up as they were before and they played music and, and, all, and, and had activities as if it was the year that they were, you know, in high school or, or college or, mm-hmm. you know, back at a, at a time in the past. And what happened is they, they actually, um, you know, physically uh, started to, you know, get younger, basically. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that there is something to that. When you play the music, it, it, it is king, even in that mm-hmm. short term, right, in, into mm-hmm. the memory. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Even if they don't move, they tr- it triggers a happy memory. We can tell. We can tell it's really a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's does, what I do. Does this, um, d- does the music that you play for, for the people, does that inspire your work? Um, as well or do you get inspiration actually no it's kind of a it's a little bit of a struggle because it's it's not like my music which I consider kind of a folk pop blues modern music so I do a couple of songs of my own at these facilities that are more a little more traditional and a little uh, more repetitive and they're received well but no it's sort of I have to spend a whole bunch of time learning older songs. Like right now I'm trying to learn, um, what's that one I'm trying to learn, Marshall? Um, you know, anyway, it's a, it's an older song. Stranger. What? Stranger. No. Anyway, I, I spend a lot of time trying to learn this music from the 30s and 40s, which has a whole other structure than, sentimental oh, Sentimental Journey is one I'm trying to learn right now. And, um, you know, it's a it's it's a challenge, and it's taking a lot of time and a lot of my time and practice time. So that kind of yeah that that uses my energy up, and I don't have as much time for uh, writing down ideas and developing ideas that come to me for original for my own music. So it's a yeah I have to separate it. I try to okay that's enough time forties music. You're done. <laughs> now I'm moving over to the other side of the mental room. And I'm going to work on my own stuff. Do you uh, do you have a cup of tea, or do you? Ha- ha- is there something you do um, ritualistically to no. kind of in, uh, get in the mood for your own mm-hmm. stuff, so you don't contaminate, you know, <laughs> so yeah, really. speak, the uh, artistic process? You know, or right? The, well, or... I I try not to do them on this. Really, I've decided I just can't do them both on the same day. For example, yesterday I had a rehearsal for the for a gig tomorrow, and I realized, yeah. After that was rehearsal was over, I just put it all down and then prepared for today at the studio, which was my stuff. They, they, don't, um, they don't merge into each other. There has to be a real a big space for me in between. Right, right. Yeah. So do you, um, you, you, you've gotten uh, or accumulated a lot of different uh, um, uh, lyrics uh, mm-hmm. for, for the last couple of years. And how have you, when, when you've gone through those, how have you decided uh, what to uh, put into the record, so to speak? One uh, very good question, because the my favorites are not what are necessarily received publicly um, the best. I had one song, to, I thought it was going to be a th- what we call a throwaway song, and my brother, who's producing the album, said, oh, no, that's got a good hook. Let's let's use that. That's going to be the first song on the album. So, you know, I, I can't I, I like to get feedback when I when I play the songs for other people. And that helps. 
And then there's some songs that I'm just so emotionally attached to that no matter what the feedback is, I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> can't stop me. So it's a, it's a combination of that. But um, if I if I'm satisfied with a song at the end, you know, yeah, I'm I want to keep it. And you're going to have to really wrestle it away from me if you don't think it's a good one. Right. So the um, the, the feedback from other people, how, how does that work? Like, do you do that on a regular basis or is it just, um, you know, when you mm-hmm. uh, happen to see some people, you say, oh, let me play a song for you mm-hmm. and see what you mm-hmm. think. That's it- mostly it. Um, I've, I've done a couple of... Uh, parties for folks over the last couple of years and I've played my songs for them but yeah most of the time it's one-on-one or getting feedback yeah actually from a small group mm-hmm. and uh or again I there's a couple of them that I've played at the assisted living facilities in spite of the gender and instead of the uh, generation gap they've 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 liked those songs and they've they they they've encouraged me to to do them so I think okay if you guys in your 80s and 90s like this song and my friends like this song, I'm not that crazy about it, but eh, we'll go ahead and include it in the album. Nice. You know, Got to pay attention to that. Now, what were the earlier inspirations? Because it, it, um, you mentioned that a lot of the lyrics came in the last couple of years, right? Did you have a lot of earlier inspirations before that that indicated to you that at some point in time in your life you were going to make a record? I guess I always, I always thought someday I'll do it. I, I used to, I, first of all, a backup, let's see, I, I learned to play guitar and sing in my thirties and, um, played out in a, with a trio in clubs, uh, mostly, um, restaurants and not, not have, not bars where you had to be real loud. I was more lounge music. So I, I, I did that, um, just doing cover tunes, whatever was popular at the time. And, then uh, well, I got married and raised a family, kind of dropped out of that scene and didn't play a lot of music. Um, but every time I got a chance with a home with a little tape recorder at home, the kind where you'd push play and record at the same time um, on a tape, I would I would I would record uh, something and see how it sounded and you know, just wonder, gee, I wonder what it would be like to really record this. And, um, and then for, for quite a few years, I, uh, I worshipped in a church and became part of a worship band and focused on that kind of music exclusively and um, didn't, didn't write or think about anything else. And then, again, then I came around uh, about 10 years ago, decided my brother actually said, Betsy, you need a you need a good guitar. You need a better guitar than what you've got. He encouraged me and took me to the store and helped me pick out a good guitar and a good amplifier <clears throat> and and said, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you sing <laughs> at a coffee house that I'm playing at in West Seattle. I said, Oh God, I don't know if I can. It's been so long. But this was probably two thousand four or five and but he he pushed me and I got out there again and started doing just cover tunes and then slowly in, incorporating a few of my own songs and got back into the scene as we say and that's where it took off from there nice so it's always been kind of in the back and then uh mm-hmm. come come forward again to, as so much so that um 
you know, you, mm-hmm. you were, you were pushed in that direction by your brother then mm-hmm. be, because he could see it in you and he, he knew you mm-hmm. needed that push. Mm-hmm. I wonder what made him see, did you ever ask him what made, what made you really push me to do that or what? Um, yeah. Yeah. He's a wonderful musician. He's a drummer, keyboardist, guitar player, flautist, songwriter. So he's good. So he just always wanted anyone else in the family. He's gotcha. encouraged all of us. My brother Jim in Portland is a good guitar player. My brother Cliff in New York State is a really good guitar player. Um, and uh, so he's always encouraged all of us, you know, let's keep, let's keep this alive in our family. Let's keep it going. And anybody who, who has any, any energy for it, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Kind of, and, you know, yeah. Do you do you set aside time to um to for, for lyrics or do they just come upon you like you you have the notebook beside <laughs> your bed do they do they just come upon you or do you set aside time to really delve into um you know developing lyrics No the idea has to come from nowhere it really does the huh. essential idea has to come from nowhere I it's not <laughs> I don't think I can create one so uh just even if it's just a line the heart responds to that line and I'll think, Oh, okay, that's a good idea. I think I'll try to develop that. And that's then, then the work starts, you know, taking it somewhere on a piece of paper and trying to just scratch words down and go get, get the guitar out and think, okay, this will work. That'll work. No, that doesn't, you know, just try to get something that seems to, seems to flow with the the feel of the song. What do I want here? Do I want to, you know, do like, do I want a song that's going to be uh, a melodic kind of poignant waltzy thing with this? Oh, those lyrics kind of suggest something else to me. That suggests sort of a, uh, a blues or a, an angry feeling, you know. I think I'll develop it in that area. So, but the the uh, an essential idea comes from from outside. So you have that core idea that that has come to you, and then but you do set aside time to expand upon it and to oh, kind yes. of play with yes. it. Yeah. And okay, so th- mm-hmm. and that's part of it. And then for um for your lyrics and 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 the music, they just kind of play with each other and come mm-hmm. together. They're not mm-hmm. separate. I mean, you don't no. develop the lyrics and then. The melody, they're kind of developed together, mm-hmm. it sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Now, have you had songs surprise you? You know how sometimes you'll read about authors and how their characters will surprise them? <laughs> you know, do something they didn't expect. or Do you, do you ever expand upon a, a song uh, and, and all of a sudden the lyrics surprise you, go in a different direction, you're suddenly, or the tune suddenly just, you started one way and it, it goes completely in another direction? Yes, and I don't usually like that direction. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I want to, and that that's very difficult to kind of rein something in. You know, it can take off in a direction. You have to go, oh, wait a minute. No, no. I have a point here. I have a, I have a, a something I want to, you know, I want to, to communicate in this song, and that's not it. So, so that happens, but it, it does it yeah, it doesn't take off on its own in a way that I that I normally would use or can keep. Right. Right. 
Right. So now uh, when you make your uh, album, how, how are you going to decide when it's done? And then when, when you do decide that when it's done, how are you going to release it? So it will be done when I decide which 10 of the 12 songs are going to be ultimately on it. Of course. And then I will have to talk to um, one of my other brothers about the cover uh, for the for the disc case and then um you know i'll basically just make copies and i will i'll have it available if somebody wants one i don't i'm not much of a salesperson and i'm kind of the reluctant so somebody my brother's probably going to have to help me with that you know you know if i want to try to make something on it okay you know great i he he said that he has um information about kind of a database where people go when they want to find a song for a movie or for a tv show or for a jingle or something like that and and we can he knows how to to get on that list or that database so that if somebody should be looking for a a song about um uh, one song is about my mother it's a very poignant song about my mother who you know, just memories of her who passed two years ago. Or if someone's looking for a, a peppy song for something else, they can type in and maybe one of my songs will pop up. If not, you know what, why I don't really, I don't really, uh, I don't have a goal there. I think what, you know, as I said before, um, my goal is to complete this project and have it, have it in my, uh, in my, work so when i'm gone my the rest of my family will will just kind of know or even now not when i'm gone but now oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be, yeah, it'd be nice if they and, appreciate you know, it now right and also my brother may have access to like i have a song that i think would be great for uh, nora jones i have a song that would be great for a country singer maybe um we'll explore those avenues to see how you actually try to get a song to those folks Right. They have in mind. There's some local musicians, too, that are very good and that are out there performing all the time. And I will probably send a few of them a single song or two and say, hey, would you like to just do this? You know, yeah. sounds like you sounds like you could, you know, it sounds like a song for you. Right. And it's um, a one time thing. You won't be doing a follow up record then. It's it's more of an expression uh, unless unless there's huge popular demand you'll because it's it's um yeah now when when are you due to um probably release your record well as marshall will tell you i just finally started we were in pre-production for two months probably and there's a lot involved in doing this so you can save time and money when you go into the studio so uh i've just started just the first three songs so It'll, I think it'll take all winter for sure. And then there's engineering, the editing, and that, that's big. That's going to be big. So I don't know uh, how much time that'll take, but we'll see. Yeah. And so maybe Marshall will help you with the cover, right? Or you, you uh, already have a cover? That's right. There, I'm, I'm counting on that. Yeah. <laughs> but nice. nothing really spooky on the cover, Marshall. <laughs> right, right. We'll see. And you know why it may lead to another one. I mean, I've already, I'm kind of in a sense 
a little bit tired of these songs already because I've held, had them around for a while. And in my mind is already, I'm already going, I want to do diff. I want to write different songs, whether or not they'll get recorded. That's another story, but um, yeah, I could, I could do another one. And some people just do EPs these days. Those are real popular. They're four to six songs shorter. Yeah. That's kind of seems to be a thing these days. They're EPs, less songs. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, your your um, your lyrics uh, and and the, and the music um, will will become a part of history. Then, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it'll always, it'll always be there, yeah. right? Just like a book or or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, um, right. So for those who might be considering the same thing or for those artists who, who you know, um, mm-hmm. want, want some takeaways from, from y- your uh, journey as a musician, what uh, f- for them, you know, what kind of, um, you know, things have you experienced that are helpful to understand just e- mm-hmm. even in the short time that you've uh, been developing the record mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. have or, or playing music mm-hmm. in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say get the best quality um, you can. There's so many people can do anything in their living room these days, as you know, with with equipment. People can have studios in their garage. They can have them in their bedrooms. And I've heard a lot of recordings done by friends of mine on YouTube and just on Facebook. And it they're good songs, but the quality just isn't there. If you can scrape up the money or find it, get yourself into a place where you have an engineer. And you have some solid musicians or some some someone who can really, really develop that sound for you and just maximize the it, you know, the, the, the and to make it shine. You know, there's just um, it's tempting to just want to, OK, I'm going to sit down in my home studio and get this out there. And if you care, make it the make it the best you can, you know. Yeah. Nice. So. Good advice. Definitely. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Betsy. Uh, it's it's great to hear, um, uh, you, you know, about about your journey and and making a record is a big is mm-hmm. a big deal. Not everybody makes a record, you know. So it is a big deal. Yeah, and um, hopefully we'll be able to, uh, you know, hear uh, something mm-hmm. soon. You know, mm-hmm. um, sure. Even do, do you have some um, some sound bites already created that you you've recorded or is it is it pretty much you just have to wait till it it all gets done together yeah i have to i I have to wait until it's mixed yeah okay Mm -hmm. okay and that's at the end yeah all right all right well uh great to have you on the show betsy and uh thanks for being on you're welcome thank you all right, that's it for this week in the Creative Habits Podcast. Thanks a lot for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. The link will be in the show notes.